2: What's up, movie geeks, and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. We're a movie podcast for people who love movies and people who love people who love movies. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of this show. Uh, my co-host, my wife Chrissy, is taking the week off because, of course, it's a big week here on the show. It's Fantasy Movie Draft Week. And not just any old fantasy movie draft this week. We are you know, reaching almost the tail end of our 80s fantasy movie draft tournament that we started way back in August of last year with the year 1980 and since then we've gone year by year drafting the best films from each year in a tournament style because next month March we're having March Madness and we're gonna have our semi-final rounds of that tournament with the years 1987 and 1988 but and a big but there is we have one more spot left to fill in those semifinals. So this week we're doing a play in round. So anyone who watches March Man, the college basketball tournament knows about the play in rounds. We we have a last minute spot to fill, and I'm excited because instead of doing a year, we've got a, a very fun theme. Tonight we're drafting 80s teen movies, which is super exciting. So um and we have we have four lovely ladies tonight. It's ladies' night here on the draft, which is also super, super exciting. And I'm just going to go down the draft order so we can introduce everyone and get to drafting some teen movies. In the one spot tonight, we got a newbie to the draft. Uh, we were just talking shot before uh, we, we started taping. She's a teacher, which I love. Her name is Ashley D. We have two Ashleys tonight, so I'm going to, have to be using their last initial. Ashley D. from Geek to My Nerd. Ashley, what is going on?
3: Uh, it's super late uh, here in the Lone Star State, state if I could enunciate. That kind of rhymed. I guess that is good. Uh, I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for asking. This is a topic that's close to my heart because I love 80s movies, especially in this genre. So I just can't wait to have a great time with everybody.
2: So again, Ashley, I know uh, on Twitter, she's a teacher. She's always talking about uh, showing her students awesome films, but she also has Geek to My Nerd. We also have a little bit in common with that. Can you tell us about your show, Ashley?
3: Alright, so Geek to My Nerd, I run with my husband, and we just kind of pick things that we like to talk about. Uh, we'll do like little mini-series, like we've reviewed all of the MCU films, uh, we've reviewed all of the Rocky films, and we just kind of pick a theme, go with it, and try to talk about stylistic choices and all sorts of other like geeky things because of my English uh, language arts background, so I always try to... We try to look at the choices that directors and writers make in film. And so we just like to have a good time and show people what we love.
2: Doing a show with your spouse. Like, what are you thinking, Ashley D? What
3: are you thinking? <laughs> well, <So. laughs> well, he's my best friend. We've known each other forever. So I can't imagine doing a show with anyone else because we just have a, you know, obviously a natural chemistry. It'd be awkward if we didn't. Uh, that would not work. <laughs> Uh, and we like most of the same things. And, you know, the kind of the geeky things that I don't understand, like that's where he shines and vice versa. So we just have a fun time.
2: JK, JK, guys, I do love couple couples podcasts. So I'm happy to have you, Ashley D, tonight in the draft um, and looking, to for, looking forward to see what movies you
3: pick. All right.
2: Awesome. And so in the two spot tonight, we also have another newbie. Uh, to the draft, and I'm excited about this one. She's got a podcast called The Good Evening Kitties Podcast. Melissa, what's going on? Welcome to the draft.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm really excited. I had a good time picking these movies, so hopefully hope you guys like it.
2: So, Melissa, tell us about The Good Evening Kitties Podcast. You cover a show that is really dear to my heart from my childhood. Tell us about it. <laughs> well,
1: The Good Evening Kitties Podcast is a podcast uh, where I cover all the episodes of the Tales from the Crypt or Tales from the Crypt series. I also go through the movies in, in within that. And then I also throw in some horror movie reviews for fun. But yeah, I break down every episode. I sometimes I have guest hosts on and yeah, it's really fun. I'm, I'm ha- part of the way through season four right now. So.
2: Oh my gosh! I, I have a six-year-old. She's six and a half, and I'm I'm just waiting for when she's old enough to fully appreciate Tales from the Crypt. She's a little, yeah. she's a little bit of a wuss now. She's not ready for it, but I definitely was the kid staying up late to watch it on HBO as a kid. And I'm excited to have you uh, here on the show, Melissa. Thank you. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. So we got our two newbies in the one and two spot tonight in this draft, but in the three and four spot, we have some returnees. Uh, picking in the third spot tonight from the Cutaways podcast down the road here in Los Angeles, Ashley M. What is going on, Ashley?
4: Uh, well, I had to race into traffic to get back home to get all set up because I had a very long, long day of processing dailies.
2: <laughs> nice, nice. Um,
4: but yes, uh, I'm from the Cutaways podcast. Uh, we host a me and my best friend Justine host a show about romantic comedies. Um, what makes it interesting is we watch them in chronological order, and we are also both uh, film and uh, film editors working in Hollywood.
2: Chrissy and I are obviously huge fans of you guys. I know you guys you guys love some '80s films as well. Are you excited about uh, drafting '80s teen movies tonight, Ashley?
4: Um, I will say that I have done very little to prepare tonight uh because I had four episodes of tele- of my t v show that I'm working on currently open, and they decided to drop a bomb on my schedule <laughs> this week, so I have been super busy um so fun times
2: full of excuses already Ashley what are you doing come on you know we need you to come in strong you're 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 returning you've been on the draft before you got to show your dominance early okay I I
4: feel like I feel like this is as strong as I've ever come into the draft before so I think I'm good
2: (laughs) (laughs) well I'm I'm excited to have you back
4: thank you me too
2: oh so uh, in the four spot tonight you know we're snaking around the board in a serpentine manner tonight. So the the last pick in round one, uh, the person also gets the first pick in round two. So we got a returnee, Emily from the Tasteless Podcast. Emily, what is going on?
0: Hey, I mean I hate movies with children, so I'm excited for this challenge. <laughs> And uh, as much as I want to win, I have publicly torn apart so many of the films that would be frontrunners for this. I feel the same. The same. (sighs) So, uh, yeah, because that's kind of uh, what I do on Tasteless. I compare two movies, one that people love and one that people hate. And I explain why the hated one is better. Like I did why Troop Beverly Hills is better than The Revenant, why Basic Instinct is better than When Harry Met Sally. So, I am the worst person for this, and I'm so excited.
2: So, a reminder that this is a tournament, guys. So, the winner at the whole end of this whole shebang is going to get a, a valuable prize. So, my suggestion every round of this tournament is go hard. Like, play to win. Even if you have to pick a movie you hate, at the end of the day, you want five movies on, on your team, in, in you know parentheses, that are going to get you the votes to win. So... Go dirty, Emily, if you have to.
0: I am really, I have, look, I, I, I mentioned before, I have two separate lists that I've created depending how much I want to keep my integrity.
2: Uh, well, I'm I'm happy to have you back. So, you know, usually we with, with these uh, tournament drafts, we go back to the year and we talk about all that stuff. But this being a play-in round, and also I have to apologize ahead of time, uh, I'm still dealing with some kind of cold crud and coughing and drinking orange juice and all this stuff. So I apologize if I lose my voice or I cough. I'll try not to. And it might be the reason like, you know, we get a little we just make it a a, a little lightning round uh every now and then on this draft. So I'm excited to talk 80s teen movies. So let's get started with the 80s teen movies fantasy movie draft.
1: No! Hey! What's just lying around? shit
0: what is wrong with you what's wrong with all of you you guys stink sometimes you gotta say what the fuck
3: make your move but it ain't about how hard you hit it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward how much you can take and keep moving forward I want you to play dirty,
0: if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the rips. Don't let that bastard breathe.
4: Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. Make goof fight.
0: Keep your heads
1: up. Play proud. Game over!
2: 80s teen movies. When, when, I, when I reached out to all four of these ladies to ask if they wanted to be involved, we had a back and forth. And in terms of this draft, the only... Parameters that I kind of put out is 80s teen movies should be movies that were in the 80s, you know, released in the 80s, 1980, 89, obviously, but the main characters in the movie should be teens. So that was pretty much all I said. So, the, you know, they could, the, the characters could be teens and they could be, it could be like a Dawson's Creek situation where they're like actually in their 20s. So the, the, that would work. But the main characters in the movies should be teen age. Urse, a teenaged with a D. So that's it. So we'll see how, how, how much we stretch that tonight. Again, we got uh, five rounds, four drafters, 20 movies will be drafted in the day. And Ashley D, uh, we'll start with round one. So Ashley D <laughs> chose the order, right, Ashley? And you chose yourself to go first.
3: Yes. Uh, now I'm kind of regretting that choice, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm a little nervous to share some of my choices because they might be hated, but whatever, you know, you gotta go with what you think will win, and uh, when I think of this movie, it's just it's just everywhere. It's often referenced, uh, and that is The Breakfast Club, uh, the John Hughes classic. educator you know as a kid i really related to the, the teen characters but as an adult you know i can kind of see where the assistant principal is coming from in some places but most of the time he is pretty terrible uh, i think in that movie there's someone for everybody to kind of like latch on to even if you don't like 100 percent fit like one of their personalities there's like shades of uh, you in like each of the characters, and I just like the the little journey they go on, and I just think it's the one of the more iconic ones out of all of the choices. Which there's so many good choices for this uh, draft, but I wanted to go with the Breakfast Club first.
2: Uh, one of the best end of a movie '80s, you know, soundtrack songs uh, at the end of that movie as well. What does everyone think about this one? I mean, a surefire round wonder for this draft. Does does everyone agree with this?
0: I think I asked this about someone in the last episode I was on, but do we agree? Is Judd Nelson hot? Right? He Mm. is. He's like, he has nice hair. I think in
4: this time period, yes. Anywhere (laughs) past this, no. His hair is
0: amazing in the movie. Yeah. Like
4: like goals and jealousy (laughs) all over.
0: So, yeah, I might just be jealous. (laughs)
2: I mean, he was interesting. I had a huge crush on Ali Sheedy uh, as a kid. Oh. Because uh, she was in this, but she was also in Short Circuit. And, like, she's totally yep. different in that, like, talking and dancing with robots. But in this, she's, like, super weird and, like, off putting and funny. Uh, but, I, you know, this is a classic in my eyes. So I'm not surprised it went first. So.
1: Yeah. Ali Sheedy was the one I kind of identified with as growing up. So. The only thing I didn't like sorry uh the only thing i didn't like is I, I have a hard time picturing them being okay on monday when school starts up again
2: <laughs> right we didn't get a sequel to this so but 80s teen movies one definitely one of the first ones that come to mind so great choice ashley d with the first pick of the draft melissa you got your round one pick what, what are you gonna go with
1: uh i'm so excited i like a lot of horror movies so for me number one is going to be 1984's a nightmare on elm street oh wow yes fantastic movie you got young hot johnny depp in his famous dre- uh death scene you got the final girl nancy played by heather langenkamp you got the nursery rhyme freddie's terrifying it's it's a great movie
2: Oh my gosh, you're a woman after my own heart, Melissa. I love, I love me some Freddy. Uh, I'm surprised it went in round one. You know, who knows? Like I said, that we can stretch this teen movie theme as much as possible. And I was like, I wonder how quicker people are going to go to genre films. So what does everyone, does everyone else think about Nightmare on Elm Street?
0: Oh, this was on my short list. I'm delighted it was picked. I'm angry, but I'm also very happy because it should have been picked. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah. It, I mean, it, it, oh man. Like talk about disturb like disturbing imagery from from my youth.
3: Please God.
4: This is God.
2: Just that that first movie and just how like Nasty and like dirty, like the, the film just like actually seemed dirty, at Port- <laughs> <laughs> you know? So uh, I mean, I like I said, we we have talked about most of them, uh, and Chrissy hates me for it, but I I love me some Freddy and um, Freddy's Nightmares, Freddy's Nightmares, Tales from the Crypt, all those that that was like you just put it just injected in my veins as a kid. So huge huge pick here in round one, A Nightmare on Elm Street, already off the board, which means again. Sorry. Again, we have double Ashleys. Ashley M, you've got your round one pick. What are you going to go with?
4: Um, I'm going to go with what I believe is the quintessential teen movie um, from the '80s, which is 1986's Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
2: Of course. Why, Fer- why Ferris in this spot, Ashley M?
4: Um, I truly love ferris bueller's day off i this is one of those that i've owned on vhs all the way up until now blu-ray um it showcases chicago in such a way that makes me very happy as a illinoisian um and matthew broderick i mean how can you not love him talking to the camera like a badass like that's amazing (laughs) to me yep yep I said it before,
2: and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. We just talked about this one uh, recently in the 86 draft, but Cameron Fry, one of the best you know friend characters in all of 80s movies in my my eyes and i love the the weird theory about it being a fight club situation just because it's, it's hilarious to think think that that's <laughs> that's how it is so is everyone else uh on board with this in round one
0: i spoke with my dad this t- today talking about my draft picks and he was furious that i did not have ferris bueller as like my (laughs) final five favorites he was like what that's the best one i was like i'm sorry i uh, i relate too much to cameron so the movie makes me very anxious i totally understand that i mean you put the actor in
4: a fucking uh red wings jersey in the middle of downtown chicago how did he
0: not die (laughs) <laughs> he had such a tough time
2: it, it's 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 definitely a, a fantasy in parts that movie so uh i love it uh i think chris brayton from more gooder than this was on his team and he won the 86 draft so maybe it's good luck for you ashley
4: well it's my favorite so i hope so
2: there you go two two john hughes movies already pick tonight in the 80s teen movies draft. Emily, you've got the last pick in round one. What are you going to go with?
0: I'm going to go with a bunch of 80s hunks in The Lost Boys. Whoa. Oh, God. That was going mine. Sorry.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So Emily is tied with Melissa for my heart here in round one.
1: <laughs>
0: Knocking mine, one of mine out.
2: Oh, I, it's I just love the, hair. the Lost Boys. Oh, God
0: everything about it i only recently saw it for the first time but everybody's hair jamie gertz has not aged a day i think she has a deal with the devil like it's just so it's so good in a way that i never got goonies like i got the lost boys i was like yes obviously i would be involved in this your creature of the night michael just like out of a comic book you're a vampire, Michael. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till Mom finds out, buddy.
2: Michael. Michael. The, he says it, like, his name is said, like, 140 times or something like that. And and it's got the Corys in it. Yeah, and, I was just you know, about to
1: say. Yeah, the other nothing, no, nothing,
2: bi- nothing bigger than the Corys back in the, the mid-'80s, so...
1: Well, and it's, it's got sweaty, muscular saxophone man, too. <laughs>
0: Ugh, what a... <laughs> What a group! And then Jason Patrick of, of course, Speed Two when they're on a boat.
2: Oh man! And and they're doing a TV show now. Like it's 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 coming out soon. They I saw Tyler Posey is Michael, and I'm like, what? And
0: I don't have time for that. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I fr- I think ugh.
2: they're do- they're doing the Frog Sisters, which I'm cool with. But I'm just like I'm just like oh man! Like this is. This should be a Netflix, like an actual like horror series. Like not on like the CW or whatever. Ugh. I don't know. I, I think it's a great pick, Emily. I love that there's already two horror films uh picked and we're not even to round two. But now we are. Round two. Emily. You get another pick right off of that because we're snaking around the draft board. What are you going round two?
0: I'm gonna stick in kind of, I feel like, the genre space and go labyrinth because Jennifer Connolly is everything
2: she's only one teen are we gonna call Labyrinth the teen I, movie yeah.
0: it's her journey trying to get her little sibling 100 percent.
2: her sibling's not a teen
0: no it's a dumb little baby but also i feel like every teen boy was like jennifer connelly and also highly relatable
3: if you were a very nerdy teen girl. Like I had that one on uh, my list, so now I have to think of a, a new movie. Uh, so I'm so glad that it's you know high up there, but now I'm sad for for my list because like what am I gonna I feel like, what am I gonna do now?
0: <laughs> right, there's like I feel like a certain type of person, myself included, where I'm like, yes, I would be Jennifer Connelly. Yes, I would be attracted to David Bowie, and this would be my dream.
2: All right, so would, would because- you
4: consider Ludo a teen? Like we now don't really know. Like, <laughs> oh.
2: So this is how it goes. So if it's a bunch of guys in the draft and there's like a contentious pick, like it could be on the line, they're like, no, whatever. But if it if it's ladies, you're like, sure,
1: that's great.
2: <laughs> so I is everyone on board with Labyrinth being a movie before I write it in.
1: And it works for yes. me.
2: And everybody's gonna have to remind me because apparently I spelled it wrong on the last draft. So
4: Oh goodness
1: l-a-l-a-b-y-r-i-n-t-h
4: <laughs> L-A-
2: see I, I just want to make sure it's right for you guys so labyrinth here in i saw
0: r- alita round- in 3d for her like labyrinth <laughs> meant something <laughs>
2: Oh, I heard she is in that. Is she like a main character? Like She's I
0: not in it enough. I could have used the whole movie being about her and the gemstone glued to her forehead. But it wasn't. And I was angry.
4: I mean, this movie was also on my list as well. Uh, just frankly, because um, my favorite band from St. Louis is actually named after Ludo. So it's like kind of this weird connection so, <laughs> to St. Louis.
0: See, labyrinth is in our hearts and minds. It really is. Uh,
2: we 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 just talked about this one on eighty six too. We had to d- delve into Bowie's crotch area and how prominent it is in this film as well. So, uh,
0: truly, what I remember is Jennifer's eyebrows. So I don't know why <laughs> I feel like we have very different focuses. I
1: always remember the hands. Yeah, catching her. That's me, too.
0: Oh, him flip-flopping that
3: circle around. And the songs are ha- so fun, too. Like, I'll just go around my house, like, randomly singing them because I just love that soundtrack.
2: It's great. It's a good one. So, uh, Emily, it's got two genre picks right off the start here in the 80s teen movies draft. Ashley M., you have your round two pick. What are you going to choose?
4: So I'm going to stick with the uh, theme that seems to be building about everybody picking a movie based on hair. So (laughs) I'm going to go with 1987's Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey's hair. Can't buy me love!
1: Cindy Mancini
3: and Ronald Miller live on the same street, but they're in totally different worlds.
4: Wouldn't you
1: like to be popular?
3: Cindy's hot, Ronald's not, but
2: he's got a plan that could change all that. I want to rent you.
4: Rent me? Yeah. You pretend you like me, and we go out for just a few weeks.
1: Just going out with me is not going to make you popular.
2: Well, I have $1,000, it says it will. Oh, man. There's been a run on 80s hair. (laughs) Yeah. So... I, I've you guys have, uh, have have talked about this one in your show, if I remember. Why did you pick this in round two?
4: Yes, um, I remember. Well, right. Re- Honestly, right now I'm watching uh, Grey's Anatomy on repeat on Netflix because I'm a weirdo. But uh, (laughs) uh, I remember watching this for the cutaways and just absolutely falling in love with the beginning half of Patrick Dempsey. And then just completely forgetting about the rest of the movie. So that's kind of what it's just so he's so endearing. He's on a tractor he, his hair is just so curly and beautiful and I just want to run my hands through it and that's really all that came to mind when I wanted to pick this one.
2: Oh, uh, Ronald Miller? Don't you mow our lawn? I love that movie. <laughs> I love it. I had a the, the the actress who, you know, recently uh I think she she died recently, but she was yeah. de- definitely a, an 80s touchstone for for young boys in that movie as well. Uh, weird, Some weird sexual politics going on when you revisit yeah. it. But, uh, of course, Dempsey's hair. It's all about Dempsey's hair and his...
4: It's total <laughs> prostitution throughout the entire movie.
2: <laughs> oh, man. And the dance scene. One of the best yes. dance scenes in all of 80s movies uh, with the African anteater dance or whatever that he pulls yeah. out. So. <laughs> Love it, Lo- love that movie. Uh, so so good choice, Ashley. Everyone, everyone is on board with "Can't Buy Me Love" here.
3: Oh yeah, I just saw that recently because of the show. It's like, what what are the gaps I have in my movie, uh, teen movie, uh, knowledge? And I, I was very enjoyable. It kind of not like super predictable, like through the whole thing, but. So it kind of just surprising in some areas where it's like oh like that's still pretty woke for you know today versus you know not the prostitution part of course but you know there was other little moments where it's like oh i thought this would go in a different direction and it didn't and i thought it was delightful
1: yeah i've never seen it so i have to check it out
2: Ooh, spoiler alert but there's some sweet sweet kisses on a tractor i mean that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> so- <laughs> that's just really can't wait then growing up in the south just seeing that on screen i'm just like yes <laughs> it can happen for me so uh dreams come true melissa you got your round two pick what are you gonna go with
1: well besides horror movies i also love musicals so i'm gonna go for 1987's dirty dancing
2: Ooh. the
1: dances are fantastic i love the soundtrack it's a Cute, but weird summer romance, considering that baby's supposed to be 17 and Johnny's supposed to be 25, but it's still a great movie. I love it.
2: You guys are really going for the one teen movies. (laughs) Uh, uh, He was
1: in his early 20s, I think. (laughs) She had a sister in it,
2: too. Oh, man. Uh, What does everyone think about Dirty Dancing being in round two of a... 80s teen movies draft
3: I think that's a pretty strong choice
0: yeah yeah I was definitely expecting it to go quickly because not only it has a team but it's also a movie that is iconic to teens yeah everyone thinks they're baby don't put baby in a corner they got a (laughs) shirt with a watermelon yeah (laughs)
2: <laughs> Swayzy abs, sweet Swayzy abs. My mom, This is one of my mom's favorite movies when I was a kid. She loved it so much that she had both soundtracks on cassette tape. <laughs> there was Dirty Dancing and more Dirty Dancing. So she would just switch them out, switch them out. And so uh, it's always fun uh, when you're in ele- elementary school to have to watch movies like Dirty Dancing and Pretty Woman with your mom and be like,
0: why are we watching this? <laughs> so... You need to get her the CD uh, next <laughs> holiday.
2: No, I'm, I'm continuing to let her just switch out the cassette tapes. So. <laughs> um, Ashley D., you got the last pick in round two. Uh, you took The Breakfast Club with your first pick. What are you going uh, with your next pick?
3: All right, so for my next pick, um, I wanted to go with, if you're familiar with the Marvel Universe, Star-Lord's favorite movie of all time, and that is Footloose. Now I gotta
1: cut loose.
3: ...with a catchy song, you know, at the beginning and the end of the movie. Uh, You know, if you grew up in a small town, highly relatable with the situations where nothing cool is allowed... ...and everybody is over-policing the children, and they can't have fun... ...and then the new person comes to the town, and oh no, Ren, he's a dangerous fellow... And, you know, we got to try to pin everything bad happening on this one new element. And I just love how everything that they try fails because Ren is way too smart for this town. Um, like the one of the bullies tries to plant marijuana on him and he flushes it down the toilet. And the teacher's just like, oh, no, I guess uh, it's no longer here. I can't punish anybody, which is not how that would go, by the way. At least not in today's times. You know, the 80s were different. Uh, and just the, like, the preacher who, like, he's trying to be, like, a good person and be a little more accepting, but then because of the tragedy that happened in his own family, he has, like, this hard line about, like, the whole dancing because that'll lead to drinking and tragedy and it's just like a, and just like, just like the relationship between Ren and I think it's Willard, I'm real bad with character names, um, but just like, oh, well, you don't know how to dance. Well, I'll teach you. And they're just like casually like, you know, just dancing around and like, there's no problem with it. It's very, just very cute. Like I kind of shipped them in the movie, actually. You know, who cares about Ariel?
2: <laughs> Man, now, <doesn't> Ash- that- <laughs> I-, I was about to don't say, Ashley G like r- really loves footless. I was going to
1: say that too. They- there's tractors in that, right? Not- 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 yes. yes. Not
2: only tractors, but a, a-, a-, a tractor chicken race. Tra- two tractors going yes. at each other. So super sexual super hot uh, of course uh, my favorite thing and I love Footloose uh, so much so that I used to I mean it's still on my phone it's my it's my anti-anxiety music uh, when I, when I'm on an airplane it just the whole soundtrack just really just eases me but my favorite thing about that the movie is the whole movie's about a town that doesn't let any of the kids dance obviously I'm, I mean if you haven't seen Footloose after all this time in the end they do have a dance guys. And all these kids that weren't allowed to dance this whole time are suddenly like really experienced dancers. Like there's a guy like popping and locking and break dancing. People are doing flips. And I'm like, wow, they really learned quick. This is great. So they
1: practiced in their bedroom.
2: They did practice in their bedroom. <laughs> we went from dirty dancing to practicing Footloose in their bedroom. This is great, guys. Uh, a lot of great soundtrack songs uh, being picked tonight. So Footloose, Kevin Bacon, John Lithgow, amazing film. Amazing soundtrack. Great, great pick, Ashley D. But it is time for round three, and you get another pick right off of that one. What do you go for your third pick?
3: All right. So this is where I'm just having to pick. I just wanted this to be in my list because it's one of my favorites. Um uh, time travel is one of my favorite genres, and this is probably not the movie you think I'm about to say, uh, but I have chosen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure as my third round pick. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. I will watch it anytime. I love Bill and Ted so much. I was obsessed with them as a kid. I would watch that and Bogus Journey so many times. Um... And it's like rewatching it recently, like their assignment to talk about how the historical figures, how they would feel about today's San Dimas is actually a really good assignment, which most movies have terrible assignments that are so unrealistic for students. But that actually is something that could be asked in a school and it does require higher order thinking. And just Bill and Ted's innocence is just so precious and relatable. I have students that are like them. Just, you know, they think that they know things, but really they don't. They're trying to impress you, and they just are failing at every moment. But they, there's a sincere quality about both of them, even though they're, you know, they have this aspiration to be in a band but have no talent. And they, you know, have this circular reasoning. And I just love historical things, even though I'm pretty sure some of it's inaccurate. It's just the like the interpretation of the figures, and then when they try to introduce the figures to their stepmom, and it's like, uh, this is uh, Dave Beef Oven and uh, Dawn Genghis Khan and just trying to change everyone's name. Like, she would even know who they are to begin with because she doesn't seem too bright herself. It's just a fun, charming movie, even though the time travel mechanics, they don't ever explain it, and it's kind of like the self-correcting paradox because everything goes successful for them, even though they meet each other. You know, in the past, but I don't care. I just love it. It's one of my favorites.
0: Bill, what? Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. I have an important movie recommendation for you, which is The Final Sharknado Sharknado, It's About Time, <laughs> where they float around in a shark storm with like Thomas Jefferson and Genghis Khan. Highly recommend you check it out. Seriously? I, wow. What? Same vibes. I fail. <laughs>
2: oh, man. How dare you besmirch Bill and Ted's excellent adventure with I Sharknado. Love it. I-,
0: I love it. But when I watched Sharknado, I truly was just thinking of Bill and Ted. Like, I think they ripped off Bill and Ted. They ran out of ideas after they turned Tara Reid into a robot. And they were like, let's just put in the end of Bill and Ted. Bill
2: Bill and Ted is a classic. Um, we're hashtag Team Keanu over here on our show. We love us some Keanu Reeves. Love us some George Carlin. Time travel plus history plus dumb guys. I mean, it, it, it's an amazing, amazing film. So,
4: And you can learn French swear words.
2: <laughs> there there you Always go.
1: helpful. There
2: you go. Plus plus. Melissa, you got your round three pick. What are you going to go with?
1: Okay. This is my favorite John Hughes teen movie. Uh, I'm going for 1986, Pretty in Pink.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: Great cast. You got Molly Ringwald, Annie Potts, John Cryer. I, at least I like him in that movie. Uh, <laughs> but you got the record store dance scene. The fashion in the movie is fantastic. Andy and Ducky's friendship slash him pining over her kind of thing. But it's great. It's a fun time.
2: So I got a question for, for, for all you guys. Should she have just picked nobody and be like, I don't like either of these choices, Andrew McCarthy or John Cryer? Uh, what do you guys think about that that ending?
4: She should have picked Ducky. Like, let's all be honest. Ducky was the best in that entire movie about classism and ridiculousness. This movie almost ended my marriage. So...
2: <laughs>
1: Yikes.
4: <laughs> because we decided to have Sam on Sam my husband on uh our podcast for this movie because he's the only one in the known universe who had never seen Pretty in Pink <laughs> and uh yeah he like really wanted to get into the symbolism of everything and I'm like it's
1: just a movie sam
2: <laughs> oh. uh.
1: well i saw there was an interview with Molly Ringwald and she they asked what she thought ducky's character would be doing now and she implied that he was gay
0: he but. did not like that he was on uh, john crier yes john Cryer, he was I can <laughs> see
4: that yeah yeah
0: he was on my boss's podcast not long after like or sh- she referred to it and he was like no obviously he was straight obviously he liked her and i was like cool cool man cool <laughs>
2: He was just a little overly dramatic. He he seems like he would have been a high maintenance boyfriend. So
0: yeah, mm-hmm. have you Michael met my Andrew
4: husband?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also know someone who's probably never seen Pretty in Pink. So uh, yeah, I three John Hughes films. He just uh, I know just celebrated a birthday, or you know, is it a birthday when there's? St- it would have been his birthday, guys. John Hughes. So third film of his already picked tonight. Um, pretty in pink. Ashley M, you've got your third pick here in the 80s Team Movies draft. What are you gonna choose?
4: Hmm. Should I go with a controversial one or
2: play to win? Good
4: one. Okay. Uh this one I am gonna go with the controversial one because it is a winner. Um the reason that I picked this is because the PG 13 um category was created specifically after this movie uh, was uh, released. So I'm going to go with 1982's E.T. Hmm. Now, I know that Elliot, specifically, is supposed to be 10 years old in the movie. I know that. But there are a lot of teenagers in this movie
0: that I do I this help. on my
4: list because it has teen vibes. They're riding yeah. bikes. It was marketed <laughs> for teens. It was not marketed as a, ch- a children's movie. This was for teenagers. Um, they had to end up creating a MPAA rating because it scared so many children. So the dead ET, yeah, dead ET yeah. was <laughs> terrifying for lots okay. of children. <laughs> I,
2: I I think I might have to drop the first hammer. This, I mean, w- we said main character, so uh, ET's not yeah, a teenager. Yeah, but what
4: what does what designates a main character.
2: Well, the the first three people on like you you're saying what the movie is, the, the the first three I mean the the brother is is probably a main character, but he's he's the only one that's a teen out of that core family, right?
4: In theory, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh I don't know. This one I think is 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 less an 80s teen movie than any other one that would have been you know on the edge what does everyone else think
0: i mean i had it i had it on my list as an option i just felt in my heart it was a teen movie but i have nothing to back that and up. i
3: had it on my list as well but it was towards the bottom because i wasn't sure if it would meet the qualify the qualifications because you know the main character is not a teen uh so i'm kind of yeah. i'm kind of on the fence you know i don't i don't know don't don't go to yeah me. I, yeah it was
2: I'm gonna go rule I'm gonna rule against this one because I just see if we put it on the board they're gonna be like what that's not a teen movie Ashley M and I don't want that for <laughs> you Ashley M I want you to win I want you to win so okay ma- main main character main like if there's three main characters you know four main characters most of them should be teenage not a movie that was marketed to teenagers that could really I mean- we could go off on that one so. You got some options. Come on, Ashley.
4: Okay, fine. I'm going to go with Fast Times of Ridgemont High.
2: There you go. Okay. Why Fast Times?
4: I've actually only ever seen a scene out of it. I have not seen the whole thing because my mom refused to let me because obviously Phoebe Cates is topless in it. Um... (laughs) what so, no and i have never revisited it i know it is a terrible terrible blight on my film making uh history here but uh yeah i've never actually seen the whole thing
2: wow that would be a great one to, to hear you and justine talk about though i would think
4: i would think but i don't know if she wants to watch it to be honest
2: might have to bring you back to So I Married a Movie Geek. What, what? Well,
4: well, now you have some ammo. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, Fast Times, Phoebe Cates, of course, is the one everyone remembers. But uh, Jen- Jennifer Jason Lee is great in that movie. Uh, a great soundtrack. Sean Penn uh, being actually funny in that movie.
3: Hey, bud, what's your problem? No problem at all. I think you know where the front office is.
2: You dick! You know what a relic for for you know the youngs to to look back on and like Sean Penn? What? So um, I think it's a great movie, and I uh, it's definitely an eighties teen movie. So congratulations, Ashley him.
0: His hair is an unacceptable eighties hair. <laughs> That's right. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like feathery. How do you even describe that?
0: It's too much. <laughs>
2: surfer, surfer, the surfer dude back back. It's in a little greasy. A little greasy. So, a little uh, greasy. Emily, you got the last pick in round three. What do you got?
0: Last pick. I am going. I have complained about this movie, but I think it is an important teen movie, Heather's. Nice. I think it f- filled a critical space that had not been addressed and has rarely been addressed since, of just a very dark comedy targeted towards women.
2: What are your complaints? Hit hit me with your complaints on Heather's.
0: I wanted to love it. Everyone said I would love it, and I watched it, and I was like, "Well, that just made me upset." (laughs) I wish I hadn't watched it, but I do. I want to love it, and I've watched it twice now, and I love Winona. I love Shannon Doherty. I don't like Slater. He's garbage, and he makes me so mad. I'm like Winona, you can do better, but I still I love the tone of it, and it's so it's just I'm so torn the tv show is trash
4: just throwing Uh, that out there horrible yeah horrible
3: yeah i only saw the previews of it but it looked like like what is the purpose of this that you know a lot of elements from heather's you know especially from my you know my background is like like that's not what how we would handle these situations at all and when the first time i saw it you know i was an adult and, and already an educator and it's like Oh gosh, like this is this is terrible. Like this is like you know being treated as like oh this is so hilarious. But you know a decade later with all the things that have happened, it's like oh no, (laughs) this is not a good look. Or
2: or, or the people that made the TV show didn't watch or understand the movie. That's why I was like, what is this?
4: It it retroactively made me kind of hate the movie. Like I'm and I only watched the first episode.
0: (laughs) Oh, I think it's so hard to capture that super dark tone. And yeah. I think it's also hard to rewatch it now. Like, I definitely saw it for the first time after the year 2000. So judging from a very different place, I argue that Jawbreakers is the superior film in that category. But Heather's is, I'm glad it exists. I'm never going to watch it again.
1: I liked it when I first saw it. I haven't seen it for a while, so I might have to revisit it. But I thought it was okay. but. <laughs> Talk about nice hair, though, Christian Slater.
2: Yeah, very true. There you go. A, a definite '80s teen movie, Heather's, as well. So I think it's a great pick. Uh, I like the film. Um, I don't think you're really supposed to pull from Christian Slater. I think he's he's basically the the albatross around her neck that that entire film. So I don't know. It's a, it, I, I need to revisit it as well. So Emily, great pick in round three, but it is round four time. <laughs> which means you get another pick off of that one. What do you got for round 4?
0: Going with something very close to my heart, Troop Beverly Hills.
2: Whoa.
0: That is about 8 billion teens. 1989. <laughs> Are they teens? It just really strikes a chord with me emotionally. I rewatched it recently for my podcast and I was crying. I was laughing. I was so thoroughly delighted by it. And I was devastated to find out it was super panned because when you watch it, it's just such like sugar, fun nonsense. And I loved it.
2: Uh, Shelly Long is just a chef's kiss emoji in that movie. Yes. She's so great.
0: Who are you? Uh, Phyllis Neffler, Troop Beverly Hills. She's so great. And then the woman who plays her rival is so fantastic. I mean, all the adults, and it was just dark enough. You know, sometimes you go back and watch kind of like a teen movie, a kid movie, and you catch new things, and you go, oh, there's stuff for me still.
2: Phyllis Neffler. I always remember that character name.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, And there was some, uh, wasn't Jenny Lewis in that movie as well?
0: Yeah, she was her kid, and uh, Carla Gugino was another kid, and Tori Spelling.
2: Uh, What does everyone else think about Two Two Beverly Hills?
3: That wasn't on my list, but that movie is an absolute delight. It's so much fun, just like that kind of of fish-out-of-water story where – Like, you know, she's the socialite, these bad things happen, now she has to kind of, you know, step out of her element and just try to, you know, she's trying to do a good job and do good by her daughter and just, like, all of the systems in place to kind of, like, tear her down. And just, like, the funny, like, archetypes of, like, the different uh, rich kids was really cute.
2: 8% on Rotten Tomatoes? Get out of my face, Rotten Tomatoes.
0: (laughs) That is... Unacceptable. Because if you watch it, you might say, "Okay, I've watched it. I don't need to watch it again." But you will feel some modicum of joy unless you are one hundred percent a sociopath. And they should play it to serial killers and see if they react.
4: Well, and I think it's great because it shows that like every every woman has a, a something to, that she can bring to the table. It, they didn't, even though they played her off as dumb. They, she really wasn't. And I I think for that for that time period specifically, it was really great to see like, you know, women not really necessarily tearing each other down in the end, but building each other up, which I think is the message behind Girl Scouts in general.
2: It's got, Absolutely, it's, it's got a little like a legally blonde thing going yeah. on with it, which I like. So I think it's a great movie uh, here in round four. Ashley well, M. And
0: the it, Freddy is the only dance I know now.
2: Wow, <laughs> Freddie. That's right. And Tori spelling was in that movie. Yikes.
0: Yeah,
1: I I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I, I really I remember enjoying it, and Shelley Long was very endearing.
2: Mary Gross, that her, her who plays her friend oh, in yeah. that movie is really good as well. So check it out if you've never seen it. True Beverly Hills. Ashley M, you've got your round four pick. What are you gonna go with?
4: I am going to go with probably Another one of my favorite movies. Um I'm gonna go with 1984's Gremlins.
2: Ooh. D- definite are they teen what how old are they in that movie?
1: I don't I don't know about teens. He's seventeen, hmm.
4: according to the description. <laughs> <laughs> Who is?
2: Does he I know it's in the winter. He doesn't go to school.
4: Like
3: they do talk to the teacher though, and they, he brings him the specimen.
2: That's right. That's right.
3: I
1: thought he was supposed to be like twenty one or something.
2: Yeah, or, yeah. Because yeah. He, he was
1: a manager of the bank. Or.
2: It's definitely not one that I first think of, but I think it works. Is it, did anyone have gremlins on your list? I
3: had it uh, towards the bottom because again, I wasn't sure how old he was supposed to be with it being winter break and all. But you know, if if we have some evidence that it's seventeen, then you know, let's go with it. <laughs>
0: Look, the IMDb says a boy. <laughs> a that's boy? A, a boy inadvertently breaks three important rules. A boy is like a teen, right? You're not going to be like, oh, you're that's a bank a manager and a boy. Yeah. Does
2: he does he work full time in that bank? I <laughs> is, that a, is that a side <laughs> I think job that after is, school?
4: that's irrelevant to the story, so they're not going to tell you. <laughs> Unless it's winter break, you know, maybe they wanted yeah. him to work more hours
3: because there's no school.
4: <laughs> gr- yeah, they have they have more things going on at the bank because it's Christmas. Come on, Justin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm at the Gremlins wiki, guys.
1: <laughs> I'm doing it too.
2: Billy Peltzer. I love Gremlins. It was the second movie we did on our podcast, so I I think it's a great movie. Um he's the main protagonist. He he began his uh, Think worker, he is introduced as the good-natured boy and struggling young adult. Oh, okay, that's
0: tough because I saw I definitely like Googled like '80s teen movies, and Gremlins was on there. I'm, See,
4: I'm, 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 Google I'm allowing, says it. I'm <laughs> I love this movie. It's about like making so many poor decisions all at once and like just life just throwing everything that it has at you and destruction ensues. I and a lot of people say that they are scared of Gremlins, but I was more scared of ET than I was afraid of Gremlins. Like, Gremlins was like the greatest movie in my household. <laughs>
2: gremlins is definitely one of those that i saw way too young and i think it's because when it first came out and i think we've talked about this on the show the trailers really emphasized gizmo but not (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. so just imagine you know going to the movies and be like yeah gizmo and you're like oh no you know, it oh, does. Well, no. they had the
1: they had the little Furby gizmo, yep. right?
4: Yeah, too. I had the, one. It was awesome.
2: <laughs> and then the the, the yeah. saddest Santa Claus scene of all time, oh, just God. Tra- traumatized children. You know, throughout the eighties, that movie. So,
4: <laughs> I mean, um, I Gremlins hated Christmas, so I was totally down.
2: Eighties <laughs> <'80s laughs> definitely one of my go to Christmas movies. Definitely, I mean, huge, huge film. Ashley M. Gremlins off the board. Melissa, you got your round four pick. What what do you got?
1: Okay, I promise that there are teens in this movie. It is a teen movie.
2: <laughs> okay. Main characters. I'm gonna go
1: I'm gonna go for 1985's Mask, starring Cher, Sam Elliott, but Eric Stoltz and Laura Dern, and they are in their teens. It's a heartfelt movie, is great. Cher and Sam are awesome bikers, and then you got the love story between Eric Stoltz and Laura Dern. It's a good time.
2: Has everyone seen Mask? I think it's one of those that you mentioned, and a lot of people, it flew under their radar. What does everyone think of Mask?
3: I think I saw like clips of it as a kid, but I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing.
1: Definitely check it out.
2: (laughs) 85, uh, Eric Stoltz. Of course, he was originally in another movie, then ended up in this movie, and everyone knows it as the what is it? lionitis i think is that he's got a facial deformity Called it lionitis in the movie but i remember share being really good as well in that movie so um yeah uh in the fourth round wait did i hear that so has anyone seen mask other than melissa and me
4: i have we watched <laughs> what, what it in school
2: th- oh yeah not a fan
4: no i i liked it i'm just trying to remember like the movie itself because you know it's one of those movies that you watch in class and you're like taking notes and so you're not really committing it to memory or like experiencing it so you don't
1: remember it as well because your emotions are not connected to it you know I, like, I just remember I just remember the really cute scene because like Laura Dern's character is blind and and he's trying to teach her about like the colors with like hot rock is red oh and, yeah and like having yeah, to yeah. feel it and stuff yeah I thought that was sweet it is sweet <laughs>
2: So so wait a minute. Troop Beverly Hills, like I had an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but Mask has a ninety-three percent, guys.
0: <laughs> what is happening? I I have not seen Mask. I can't comment, and I don't want Cher to know, but that's ridiculous.
2: Uh if anyone saw the 2017 film Wonder, that definitely took seemed to take a page from Mask as well. So
0: ch- I could not. <laughs> check it,
2: check it out, uh Mask if you haven't seen it. Ashley D. You got the last pick here in round four. What are you gonna go with?
3: This is tough because so many of the other ones that uh, I love have been taken. Um, so I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, another or a fun Matthew Broderick story where uh, you know two teens kind of get in over their head with some government uh, computers. And that, ga- uh, that is War Games, where they literally almost cause World War III because he thinks that he's like the best hacker. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I just remember it being like really fun. And I just love a story where, you know, teens get in over their head and then, you know, the military is involved. And uh, since we had, you know, <laughs> T.E.T. was off the table, I have to go with <laughs> War Games.
2: <laughs> uh, of course. I mean, huge, huge at the time, being a kid super into... Video games and watch this movie we were like wow! I could just like take a wrong turn, play a video game, and the the world could explode. So, has everyone else seen War Games?
1: It's been a while, but it, I liked it. Good pick.
2: It was Matthew Broderick. And who was the other the the other teen in that movie? His wasn't his girlfriend. Yeah. Who played, oh, what's who her his, name? Gr- who plays? I haven't seen it in a while. It, it seems like a one that would. The themes would hold still hold up mainly today. Scary stuff.
0: It's, Those computer movies Sheedy? have it a is tough Allie time. Sheedy. It is, it is Ali Sheedy. Is I Ooh, knew it. Yeah, Ali
4: Sheedy.
2: <laughs> we got some more Ali Sheedy love. Yes. Yay. And Dabney Coleman, eighties fave Dabney Coleman as well. War Games, uh, a great pick. So guys, it, it's 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 time. It's it's round five time, which means it's our wild card round here in the eighties team movies draft. This is your last pick in this draft, so go hard or go home. Ashley D., what is going to be your your final pick for the draft? All
3: right, so I feel like maybe some people think I might be tanking it with this choice because it's not like a super popular one, but I love this movie uh, especially as someone who is an English teacher and I love Shakespeare adaptations so I have to go with Just One of the Guys which is a modern yeah. take on Twelfth Night
0: <laughs> Terry's a girl who wanted to be taken seriously
1: I am going to be a reporter but her body kept getting in the way Pretty girl, you could be a model Sometimes I just wish I were a guy But you know, The male body needs sex at all times It's a living hell
4: So to
2: prove to the men in her life she had a mind, Terry decided to try life
0: as a guy. How do I look?
4: Dashing.
0: My zipper's open. That was the dashing part.
4: What a fox. Dresses like Elvis Costello. Looks like the karate kid.
2: I'm going to get him. Hell yeah. I love just one of the guys. Tell tell us why you picked it. Uh,
3: I picked it not only because, again, the, the Shakespeare connection, but it's just so fun to see Joyce learn the lesson of it wasn't just about her being a woman that made the teacher not choose her story, but also trying to grow as a writer and you can't just write about like the most basic things. Like you have to have a a voice and that's what I always try to tell my students when we're working on any kind of writing project. So and just like the fun journey of trying to like go undercover at that other school and, you know, actually get something out of it to see what it's like to be uh, the opposite gender, and there's a lot of delightful things in that movie. Of course, everyone's favorite 80s villain, William Zabka. You know, you gotta love his character. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but, you know, he was just an absolute, you know, delight as the bully. Uh, and then her relationship with uh, the friend the that- Where, you know, it's awkward because, like, clearly he has feelings, but, like, he doesn't, like, it's, like, confusing for him. And then, like, the big reveal at the dance with, like, all of the the comedy of errors of, like, mistaken identity and all those kind of things. It's just, it's just fun.
2: Not, not only do I own the soundtrack for just one of the guys, but it's the reason I majored in journalism in college, guys. That, that, that's how important. Wow. That's how impo- No, not really. But wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> she she is a journalist in this movie, uh. So that's why she switches schools because of her 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 love of journalism. So I think it's I think it's a great film. Also, one of the best um, little brother characters in all of eighties movies as well. Her. her Really oversexed younger brother in that movie is is really and weird, so. I had only
3: ever seen the movie on TV until recently, so I did not realize like how like salacious like those parts were. It's like oh wow, this is a it's a lot worse than I thought it was. <laughs> N-
2: not not only salacious, but this movie in the the mid eighties was known as the movie that was always at on HBO later at night. And as a young young kid, the end of that movie that was the first time I saw that ever. In a movie. So I just, it just, it's imprinted in my brain forever. Just one of the guys. Great, great wild card pick, uh, Ashley D. Melissa, you got your last pick here in round five of the draft. Go hard or go home is the mantra. What are you going to go with?
1: All right. My wild card is something that I watched a lot as a kid. It's a little creepy. I'm going with 1989 Little Monsters.
4: Aww. Aww. I love that movie
1: is it so fun cute are, sorry I'm middle, you got
2: are they in aren't they in middle <laughs> school are they in high school in that movie
1: they're high school they're high school they're well they're not high school but they're they're like 13 14 <laughs> and then he's got his little brother he's got to go save it's all about going under the bed and there's a world and yeah monsters. Justin you should have
4: prefaced that this was high school movies
1: yeah you said teen. <laughs> This is a
2: teen, <laughs> teen movie, and also notorious I mean, teen Boy, movie. Little Monsters.
1: There's a creepy part when they get down in, into the underworld. Uh, there's a character named Boy, and his face melts off, and it's just it's a good time. It's fun.
2: Uh, we did a Fred Savage double feature last year with Little Monsters and The Wizard. And Little Monsters is just a weird movie to show to someone like you know, thir- twenty some years after the fact. It's it's definitely stuck uh, in the eighties. Uh, yeah, with a weird plot. Of, if you've seen Monsters Inc., Monsters Inc. stole from Little Monsters. Guys, look it, it up. It
4: totally did. No, it really did. <laughs>
2: uh, and of course, Howie Mandel and, and like the the weirdest role ever for him. So,
4: I'm so uh, sad that Fred Savage's show just got canceled off of Netflix.
2: So is Chrissy. So is Chrissy. But y- you know he's he's gotten like some uh, sexual harassment things. Uh, oh, he
4: did? What? Did
2: you not hear this, guys? No.
4: No, no I didn't
2: mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love me some Fred Savage, but I was really disappointed to see that. Uh,
4: so. Damn, <laughs> it's just everyone. Why do men suck? Sorry, Justin. What? Yeah, Justin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I. but Little Monsters, great, great wild card pick as well. Ashley M., we've got your round five pick. This is your last pick of the draft. What are you going to go with?
4: Uh, I'm going to give this pick in honor of my late father-in-law. He absolutely loved this movie. Um, and I know that, uh, number one fan of the Cutaways podcast, Peter from Palstalgic will definitely be picking my, my name for this. Uh, I'm going to go with 1985's Back to the Future.
2: Well, there you go. Uh, so... Back of the Future, my favorite movie of all time, but I don't, I, I was like, of course it's a teen movie. Like, I don't think of it as a teen movie, number one, but it totally works. Uh, and you got it in round five, Ashley M. Wh- wh-
4: I know, wh- I'm shocked. I'm literally shocked.
2: What does everyone think? Come on, Back of the Future. If someone says something bad about Back of the Future, we might have to end this now.
3: Back of the Future is one of my favorites. Uh, I'm surprised that it didn't get taken earlier. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't take it, but I just, you know, felt strongly about some of my other choices. But uh, I'm a huge sucker for time travel movies, as I've talked about before. So, yeah, it's a great one. Oh,
2: man. I mean, you, uh, a, ma- a masterpiece upon masterpieces. Uh, we, we recently showed it. Uh, my My daughter had already seen it, but we showed it to her and my son, and they were both... Super on board, so much so that we they had to get the video game right afterwards. So I, I think it's an amazing pick in round five. You guys are going to have trouble beating Ashley M with with that her picking that in round five. So we'll see. We'll see. There's still one more pick left. Emily, hard overhead. You got the last pick of this entire 80s teen movies fantasy movie draft. There are a couple movies on, on my mock draft list that I am flabbergasted haven't been taken in this draft. What do you got to to end everything out?
0: I am looking at a list of films that I should choose, but I feel like round five, we went with our hearts. I'm going to go with mine. The film that Quentin Tarantino called The Goonies of Australia, BMX Bandits, Nicole Kidman's first breakout (laughs) film. Here's why I have to talk about it. It's so good. It's three Australian teens, each in their own primary color, outfit and bike foiling a robbery they just bike all over australia yell things to each other i don't understand <laughs> it's truly an australian goonies i love it i love nicole kidman and i just i want the people to know i want people to look at the draft and go she's wrong but what is that i'll google it this,
4: i'm this definitely
0: is- going to google it that sounds oh, yeah me too <laughs> it does this is the-
2: this is the the rad of Australia, Emily. This I took rad in the 86 draft and everyone made fun of me, but rad and BMX Bandits are like, if you're into bikes as a kid, these were the two movies you had to watch. So I, I respect I the aggressively, pick.
0: Aggressively, I tried to find the shirt that Nicole Kidman was wearing. I was like, somebody must have recreated it and is selling it on like Zazzle or something. Nobody. I just want to look like a BMX Bandit. <laughs>
2: Oh, they need to that, ripe for a reboot. BMX Bandits, make it happen, Hollywood! Come on, Ashley. I mean, know. we've
4: got so many freaking Australians right now.
2: Oh, uh, they've taken over.
4: They surprise. have
2: surprise. Uh, BMX Bandits Netflix series. We're we're cooking with gas now, guys. These are great ideas. So I'll
0: put in a <laughs> word. I'll put a, in a word with the Hemsworths. Oh look and then Nicole Kidman could come back as the villain Ooh, in this one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: She's she's got some amazing hair in that movie. If you've never seen so her in much B- hair. BMX bandits go back and and take a look at that one. So, um great pick, Emily. So, let me let me read out this board guys so we can refresh everyone. So, again, 80s teen movies. Ashley D has The Breakfast Club, Footloose, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, War Games, and Just One of the Guys. Melissa has A Nightmare on Elm Street, Dirty Dancing, Pretty in Pink, Mask, and Little Monsters. Ashley M. has Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Can't Buy Me Love, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Gremlins, and Back to the Future. And Emily has The Lost Boys, Labyrinth, Heathers, Troop Beverly Hills, and BMX Bandits. What does everyone think about their list?
1: I feel great. I feel good.
4: Mm. I'm very happy. Like, really. yeah, I got most I'm, of, I'm Sorry. Yeah. I got most, no, you're fine. I got go most of my
3: choices which I was I you know, I had no clue what it would be like, you know, not really knowing any of uh, any of y'all really well. So it was like I just need to have like a massive list of everything I've seen so that way I don't have to go like, "Oh yeah, this movie was so great. I've never seen it. Don't ask me any questions about it." <laughs>
2: oh man I mean like I said with that bag of the future choice I think it's going to be Ashley M you're the one to beat in this one we'll see how how it rolls so um, we're going to do some honorable mentions but the the best way we, we do to start it off if you had one more pick around six we're going to go down the draft order. Ashley D., what would have been your sixth pick if you had oh, one? Oh,
3: man. Um, if I had to pick a sixth movie, I would probably go with one of the other ones that both the Corys were in, and that's License to Drive. That movie is just yes. so hilarious because especially, um, I, I think I think it's Corey Haim that is the, the brother, and he doesn't get his license, but he's trying to impress. I think it's Heather Graham. And just the shenanigans of like that that one crazy night that they have, and the the parallel plot where like the mom is about to go and labor, and there's all sorts of just insane things that happen <laughs> at that that one night. <laughs>
2: So so as a, as a young kid in the 80s, License to Drive was the only thing to look to in like movies or pop culture as to what your driver's license test was like. And if you've <laughs> ever seen that movie, it is super traumatic. So I just remember me as a kid and being like, oh my gosh, I'm so screwed. This is going to suck. So I love the movie. Of course, the Cory's Mercedes Lane was the character played by Heather Graham in the movie. So... Uh, I think that would have been a good pick as well. Melissa, What if you had one more pick, what were you going with?
1: Okay. Um, I don't know if anyone has seen this, but uh, 1986, The Boy Who Could Fly.
2: Hell yeah, I've seen that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Damn. that That is a, a very strange film as a kid that I want to revisit to see how it holds up. Have you seen it recently?
1: Not recently, but I remember it making an impact. Like the whole him standing on the roof and stuff, trying to fly, and he was he's mute, and all this stuff happened. And his uncle is played by Fred Gwynn. Oh, I gotta and, watch that again. Yeah, and, I mean he's kind of a cutie too, so that helped. But
2: the boy, But no, it's, it's a good, it's a good movie. He, but he's a teen. <laughs> he's a teen who could fly. They're movie.
1: teens. They're all teens.
2: So Ashley M, if you had one more pick, what are you going with?
1: Um,
4: I would go with uh 1989's Teen Witch.
2: Top that. Okay. You c- you can't exactly. Top
4: that. It's got the first documented rap battle. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, it's got Zelda Rubenstein. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Robin Lively, He's super crushable Robin Lively in that movie as well. So, uh, that is that w- that is actually high on my mock draft list as well. So, Emily, you had one more pick. One more shot. What would we have taken?
0: Genuinely would have taken Grease 2. Wow. Michelle Pfeiffer got, like, her Cool Rider song, the opening when she has that jacket and she puts on those, like, thick Ray-Ban sunglasses. Nothing has ever been that cool, and it's all downhill from there. But Michelle Pfeiffer is a star because of Grease 2. Oh, Oh.
4: See, okay, this so Grease 2 is the reason why we have a podcast, me and Justin, because she made me watch it one night, and I was so, uh, like, just angry that I ranted about it to my husband for an hour and a half, and, like, in front of her, and so she's like, we should have a podcast so I could have recorded that, because... Wow. Uh,
2: bl- bl- <laughs> Look
4: what Grease 2 has done for the world. <laughs> I was about to
2: say, you can blame Grease 2, guys. Grease 2. Um, no, for real,
4: you can. I, I do frequently.
2: Um, <laughs> so, so, guys, so mock draft list, again, 80s teen movies. Here, here, here are five movies that are super high up in my list that I'm surprised no one took. Of course, The Goonies. Everyone knows my love for The Goonies. Totally teens in that movie. Super prob- problematic, but iconic. 80s teen movie 16 candles of course um say anything the karate kid and adventures in babysitting all high on my list
0: that is truly uh, i have an email draft with those movies plus don't tell mom the babysitter's dead and it's titled obvious ones and that was the list i would have gone with if i hadn't gone with my heart
2: uh, (laughs) any, any other honorable mentions anyone wants to throw out there
0: I had a movie that I thought was about a team, but was also about a young adult with a job, which was Mannequin. And I was so sad I couldn't. I truly Googled and I Googled the actor's ages. I was like, how can I wedge this in? And I couldn't honorably do it.
2: Oh, man. I would
0: maybe throw in uh, Teen Wolf. Oh, yes.
2: Yes. Teen Wolf. Man- Mannequin made me laugh. I've I've offered. I will I will talk on anyone's podcast about the movie Mannequin. That movie's so crazy. What a crazy. delight. Uh, Risky business uh, is a big one. Weird science. Real genius. Yes. The Outsiders. My, bo-
0: my Do you other. Remember my oh. bodyguard. My bodyguard is a good one. I heard that one.
2: Uh, what else?
0: What about Lover Boy?
2: Lover Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fright Night is a big one for me.
4: My other controversial one was big because technically he's a teenager.
2: Mm. Was not he 12? How old is he? Technically,
4: yes. I think so. He was 12 and 13 because he had a birthday. Oh my
2: God. Uh. Ashley, you're like (laughs) shuffleboarding this thing. You're like, I'm going to go right to the edge to see if this works. Uh." Hey, hey,
4: these are movies that I have seen. I was born in 1989. (laughs) I missed half of this shit.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you sound like Chrissy. Like just because I was, I can't go back before I was born to watch movies. That doesn't make
4: exactly. sense.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, Legend of Billy Jean, Better Off Dead, uh, Red Dawn. All those are on my list as well. Yeah, so. I had Blue Lagoon um, on
3: my list just because I remembered that. Mine too. That was oh in the eighties, and they're both they're both Ooh. teens learning about everything you know
0: on the island. <laughs> Oh, that movie cringy. is shocking. I just yeah. watched it like a few months ago and I was uh, truly horrified. I'm
1: <laughs> ch- they're both supposed to be they're supposed to be 15, yeah, think, right? That yeah. Age.
2: Yeah. Brooke Shields put in a lot of scary situations as a as a child, uh Blue Lagoon yes! including. So, um so the biggest thing guys is this being a tournament. Uh the winner of this 80s teen movies draft will go into our semifinal round. We're doing March Madness in in uh, March, of course. We're doing 1987-1988. so two drafts, and then in the finals, which will be nineteen eighty nine, will probably be the first week of April. So it's really important to to go online once this poll, this draft board drops, to pick your favorite team uh, here tonight in the eighties teen movies fantasy movie draft. So. Uh let's go down the draft order. Thank you so much to all four of you ladies for for staying up late for for taking time out of your 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 night to do this. Ashley D, you were a newbie tonight. I hope you had fun. Please tell us where we can find you online.
3: I've had so much fun and if you like any of the things that I said or need like a you know classroom recommendation you know or whatever, uh, I'll talk to anybody uh you can find me on Twitter at that underscore Mrs. Davis.
2: Nice. Where can we find uh, you? You and your husband talking about all this stuff.
3: All right. We also have a communal Twitter at Geek to My, Ner- Geek to my Nerd with underscores between each word, and our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Geek to my Nerd. So awesome. We have tons of content. You know, come come join us.
2: Awesome. Ashley D, thank you so much for joining us.
1: You're welcome. Thank you,
2: Melissa. Also a newbie tonight. Where can we find you and the Good Evening Kitties podcast online?
1: Well, first of all, thank you for having me on here. It's been awesome. Uh, you can find the podcast at, um, on Podbean, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Again, it's the Good Evening Kitties podcast. If you like Tales from the Crypt, if you like horror movies, check it out. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me at on Twitter at GECK Podcast. That's at G-E-K Podcast. Uh, yeah, so come check out some episodes and good time
2: awesome melissa <laughs> it was great to have you, you also reminding me that uh i have to get to demon night on our podcast huge fan of
1: yes of yeah. demon
2: night as well so uh it was great having you um and hope to have you back you. again ashley m from the cutaways where can we find you and your podcast online
4: um you can find me and justine's podcast online on itunes really any uh pod catcher um, but you can find us on social media as at the cut at cutaways podcast on Twitter and on Facebook, um, and Instagram. I always forget about Instagram and, uh, you can find me personally at real bad robot on Twitter. Um, I normally am just tweeting about things that make me rage quit about hockey and uh, about the film industry. So if you have any interest in that, you can find all of that and more on my Twitter.
2: <laughs> Chrissy told me to say hello as well, Ashley. So oh, hi, he- Chrissy. This is your hello. And-, and thanks again for joining us on the draft.
4: Thanks for having me.
2: Emily from the Tales of You are back. This is your second time. I hope you had fun. Where can we find you online?
0: So much fun. I would like to do this every week if you could just loop me in. Uh, I am you can go to tastelesspod.com slash subscribe for all the little links. I'm at tasteless pod on social media, or if you want to personally fight with me with my picture next to it at M Hig E M H I G, if you have things to say.
2: Awesome. Awesome. Well, like I said, it was um, amazing have having all four of you guys. Ladies, uh, that is on the draft tonight. Everyone go to the poll and draft board when this drops and pick your favorite team. Of course, if you found our podcast, you know about So I Married Movie Geek. You can find us on every podcatcher available and at Movie Geek Cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Next week, we're going to have another double feature episode, still TBD, but the week after that is when the, the excitement really starts because it will be our semi final round of this 80s movies fantasy movie draft tournament and uh first up is 1987 which is sure to be very exciting looking forward to that so thanks again for everyone for listening tonight to the fantasy movie draft and i will catch you everyone next week thanks a lot oh!